Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. I've said this before on a previous Morning Fuel. It's something I learned years ago, and the terminology is easy to keep straight in my head. When God saves you, you get two ships with Him, a relationship and fellowship. The relationship is secure. In Christ, we become the sons and daughters of God, born again forever into his family. Never forget that. Our eternal status and state are never at stake. But fellowship is different. Walking in the light, living in truth, experiencing daily victory, those are all results of the relationship, but they are the fellowship. Fellowship is intimacy. It's experience. It's connection. In John 14, one of Jesus' disciples uh, asked him the question. John 14, verses 22 and 23, read, Judas, not Iscariot, the other Judas, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Be sure and get the question. Lord, how will you make yourself known to us who are in relationship with you, but you won't make yourself known to those who who are not? How will it be different? What will we have as your sons and daughters that others won't in terms of knowing you and you're manifesting yourself to us? And verse 23, Jesus answers. He said to them, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. We will move in with that person. That's fellowship. If you love me, you will keep my word And my father will love you back, and we're going to move in with you. And this key element, or it is this key element of fellowship that God is longing for from us. Think of it like this. If you're a parent, you want that so desperately with your children. Their status as your child is never in question. They're always your child. That's a fixed relationship. In fact, it is from that relationship reality that everything else flows. And it is the same with God, only more sure and more certain. We have no relationship to lose. Christ has secured that for us. We have only fellowship to gain. That's the part that we secure. How do we increase our fellowship with God? Well, here are a few ways. One, spend time with him. Just getting into his presence with everything and everyone else tuned out. Read his word. Talk with him about it. Talk with him about how great and awesome he is. Talk with him about your day, about your sins, about your worries, and sometimes just sit in his presence. My time with the Lord the other day, a good portion of it, was spent simply saying, I praise you, Lord. Thank you for loving me over and over again. Fellowship can't happen with anyone without time spent together. Here's another. Be obedient to him. Do as he says and don't do as he says not. Fellowship with God requires obedience. And third, part of being obedient to him is repent when you sin and seek his forgiveness. Yes, your sins were paid for by Christ on the cross, and your relationship with God is not in jeopardy when you sin. But sin with God is similar with sin against another person. The fellowship is disruptive. But if we confess our sins to him, as John writes in 1 John 1, 9, he's faithful to forgive us of those sins and to cleanse us of the unrighteousness so that broken fellowship is restored. And then, praise him. God is worthy of our praise, and as we offer our worship to him, he just gets bigger and bigger and better and better, and our hearts are drawn to him. It is in the fellowship.
the secret sauce, where the magic happens, where the victories occur, is in the fellowship. It's in that place where God comes and moves in with us. Let me pray for that kind of fellowship for you. Heavenly Father, may your son, your daughter, love you and keep your word. May they spend time with you, be obedient to you, stay in right relationship with you, and praise you. And may they be acutely aware of your residence within them, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.